Welcome to the Knobcast. Thank you for dropping by. This is where we simplify Bitcoin. I'm your host, Mary Victoria, and this podcast is sponsored by Bitknob. Bitknob is an easy-to-use app where you can automatically save, borrow, earn, send, and receive Bitcoin all in one place at the cheapest rates. Download Bitnob, B-I-T-N-O-B, from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store using the links in the show notes. Or visit the website at bitnob.com. That's B-I-T-N-O-B.com. Imagine listening to a podcast like this and you're able to support your favorite creator directly with Bitcoin. I interviewed Oscar Mary, co-founder of Fountain, a podcast app that lets you support your favorite podcasters with Bitcoin over the Lightning Network. He shared the story behind this interesting Bitcoin use case and how creators can benefit from it. And if you want to support the Knobcast on Fountain.fm, feel free to send us a boost. The button kind of looks like a thunderbolt next to the podcast name on Fountain.fm. Now buckle your seatbelts, subscribe to the podcast, drop a review, and without further ado, let's keep it in Oscar, welcome to the show. It's nice to have you. Hi, Mary. Great to be here. Do you mind if you could tell us a little bit about yourself so our audience get to know you a bit better? Yeah, of course. Um, so my name is Oscar Mary, and um, I'm building uh, Fountain Podcast, which is a podcast app. Fundamentally, it does everything you'd expect your favorite podcast app to do. Um, the key difference with Fountain, though, is number one. As a listener, you can create and share clips of the favorite moments from the podcast you're listening to. And secondly, you can support your favorite podcasters with Bitcoin over the Lightning Network um, directly from within the Fountain app. So you can either stream on a per minute basis or you can send a boost, which is kind of like a tip. And you can attach a message to that payment. So yeah, that's a high level overview of Fountain. Yeah, and I I just love that feature, that boost feature so much because uh, I think it's a really great way to support creators who are also um, Bitcoiners. So I love it. That's really awesome. Exactly, and it's 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 interesting because a lot of podcasters are already asking for support directly from their listeners. But right now, the way they normally do that is through something like Patreon or PayPal. And so, you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners will have heard their favorite podcaster say, if you want to support this show, you know, head to Patreon and you can support me there. We just make it much easier to do that because it's in the app. Yeah, exactly. And you can send Satoshis, which is like the best part, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I'm curious about your journey into Bitcoin. How did you get started and what got you attracted to Bitcoin? Yeah, so I was quite lucky and got introduced to Bitcoin relatively early in about, um, I, I can't remember if it was 2013 or 14, but a friend of mine essentially recommended me to to look into it and um kind of did very briefly and then forgot about it for years and it was probably um 2017 2018 when I started paying attention again luckily I did have some bitcoin from back when I was first introduced but it was 27 2018 when I properly understood it for the first time 
Um, I read the Bitcoin Standard, the book, which I'm sure uh, many people uh, influenced many people as well. And that was when I felt I understood Bitcoin as a monetary system uh, and the benefits that that brings. Um, but I didn't expect to uh, work with Bitcoin um, as part of my career. Um, Fountain actually started with the, the clipping as the core thing that we wanted to look at. You know, both me and Nick, my business partner, uh, have a really strong belief that there's incredible insight and wisdom that is locked away in podcasts. And we wanted to try and make it easier for people to discover and share that insight. Um, and it was at the time when we were thinking about that problem that I started to see the how far the Lightning Network had developed. And alongside the Podcasting 2.0 um, uh, movement, when we saw the opportunity to add Lightning into the app, it was a no-brainer. And so it was really these two areas of interest of mine, podcasting and Bitcoin, that came together very nicely and led the fountain. I find it really, really fascinating how you're able to bring those two together. And it's just a wonderful testament of the fact that you can bring in your interest, your core interests and Bitcoin together one way or another. And it's really nice to see like this interesting use case um, of Bitcoin as regards to podcasting. But like, what was the, like, how was the beginnings of Fountain? First of all, how did you guys come up with the name Fountain? I've always been very curious about that. But what were like the beginnings of Fountain? Yeah, so we started thinking about Fountain at the start of last year, so 2021. And really, we first started thinking about the problem of, um, you know, we believe that there's these insights locked away in podcasts and how do you discover them? And then how do you share them? So I'll give you a great example that's actually to do with Bitcoin, but this could be any topic. It just so happens we're using Bitcoin as the example. But imagine, I'm sure a lot of your listeners will be will understand Bitcoin pretty well at this point. And probably if they listen to podcasts, they've listened to many, many hours of episodes um, about Bitcoin. And, and from that content, they will have learned an incredible amount. They will have heard a lot of really interesting insights. Now, imagine there's somebody who's brand new to Bitcoin. They're not going to have the time to go back and re-listen to all of those hours and hours and hours of content because, frankly, we none of us have the time in the day to do that. And also, you know, things have, have moved on in a certain way. And so we started with the problem of how do we make the best moments from all of this podcast content that's out there discoverable and shareable in, in a succinct way. And we thought clipping was the best way to do that. And you already see, it was already an existing behavior. You know, you see podcasters and you see YouTubers creating clips of their main content. And they do this for discoverability. They do this to allow people to, uh, you know, just share succinct moments. So we wanted to try and give listeners that same power. And that's how we came up with the, the clipping mechanism. Um, so that's where we, we started with Fountain. 
um yeah and as i say that was the beginning of last year yeah and that's that's really cool because and i agree with you like there's some really great podcasts out there that are probably about an hour long at a time even the knobcast i think the average length of a podcast episode on the knobcast is about 35 minutes to 40 minutes so i love that idea about clipping so you can like listen to um, little bites and still get great value exactly and yeah. that's the the other interesting thing about that as well is the back catalog so for example when you discover a new podcast like if one of your new listeners comes to the podcast they want to um like sample the best bits mm-hmm. um and it would be great if there was a way that they could do that not just from the you know show producer or host perspective but actually from people that they know's perspective so if i recommend uh, a podcast to a friend um rather than just saying to the friend hey go and pick a random episode from the back catalog yeah like, i could send them to a playlist i've created because we have the ability in fountain to create clip playlists so i could give them a playlist that i've created for that for that show and then they can just very quickly get a sample and, and figure out which episodes would be most interesting to them so someone could literally binge listen to all these best clips yeah exactly so the aspect about how you guys fused bitcoin to fountain i'm just really curious like what has the reception been like especially for those who are new to bitcoin do would you say that there's a learning curve for newbies who probably also want to support their favorite creator on fountain using bitcoin yeah 100% so there's i'd say there's two categories of uh, user on fountain right now we have people that come to fountain because they already are excited about bitcoin and they're excited to use bitcoin in a practical way that they maybe haven't seen before and and for those people you know the the onboarding and the ux of fountain and the wallet is just really easy it's really easy for them to top up their their fountain wallet over lightning um and and everything works fine i would say for the other category of users who are people that just love podcasts and want to support their favorite podcast for them and, and know nothing about bitcoin for them it's a little bit more challenging and there's definitely so much that not only we need to do as fountain but i think generally the industry need to do to make it just easier for a brand new user to use bitcoin in a practical way as opposed to buying it on an exchange um or, or a wallet or something like that so yeah i think for for your average user that's never heard of bitcoin before it is challenging for them to to top up their wallet in fountain because we have to educate them okay you know what is bitcoin what are sats uh what is the lightning network like what's this qr code invoice thing you know where do you if you ha- don't have bitcoin on the lightning network like where do you go to get it and then how do you transfer it to fountain so yeah lots of challenges with that group of users but the great thing about it is um you know people and where we'd like to get to as well is people will be you know buying bitcoin using bitcoin sending bitcoin to their favorite podcasters without really caring that it is bitcoin they're just only using it because it's the best technology for the job mm-hmm. um so that's what's really interesting about it so i'm i love podcasts i'm actually like a podcast junkie um so it's and i am extremely passionate about bitcoin so it's 
being able to use my Bitcoin to support other people on Fountain, other creators as well. It's just really cool. And it's a very futuristic for me, actually, because it's like, if we could do this with podcasts, imagine how far we can take this because um, when someone is already used to um, supporting their favorite podcast or even their favorite charities, it's like literally building a muscle for other use cases that may come up. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned charities as well, because one of the really interesting things about the way it works is podcasters can set up uh, splits in what we call the value block. So this is how, as a podcaster, you define where the sats actually get sent. So you could set up a split and this works on a episode by episode basis as well so let's say you're a podcaster uh, and you're interviewing the you know founder of a charity that does amazing work um you know and that podcast episode is the story of that charity and the story of the work they're doing you could set a percentage of the sats that you earn for that episode to go directly to that charity and all you'd have to do is put in the uh, lightning address for that charity and then you could say to all your listeners at the start of the episode hey guys if you like the story today if you, if you believe in what this charity is doing send us a boost send us you know crank up the value on the sats per minute uh, because all of those sats are going to go to this charity and it's and then that will stay that way for forever on that episode and the next episode you can change the split again so it's really exciting the flexibility that lightning gives us because we can do micro payments and because we can uh send the funds to any destination in a permissionless way yeah and literally lightning is such a game changer it's fast um the person you send the sats to gets it immediately you could just basically use it for other things and it's really nice that you guys were able to like have that dual purpose um so like you can dedicate an episode to completely you know funding a charity what is the process like for a podcaster who wants to you know get started on fountain Uh, like what are the steps that the podcaster has to take in order to set this whole process up yeah great question so the other really cool thing about this is everything is open so the podcasting 2.0 uh namespace which is the extension of the rss specification this is something that is completely open source and fountain has no control over it so as a podcaster you could set your podcast up to receive sats from fountain and also any other podcasting 2.0 enabled app you could set that up just by changing the uh, tags in your rss feed so yeah it's a completely open system you could just self-host your rss feed and self-host your Bitcoin and Lightning node and receive sats that way. It's completely open. Um, However, for podcasters that don't want to do the setup themselves, uh, Fountain actually has a uh, podcaster wallet service that we offer to podcasters that allows you to basically set up a, a receiving wallet in one click and then also see analytics on, you know, who's supporting you the most, which episodes brought in the most sats and also view the messages as well because you know one of the great things about this is not just the sats coming in but actually the feedback that you'd get from listeners so whether that's feedback about the last episode or maybe questions for future episodes that sort of thing well that's really cool so 
like what why did you guys decide to keep it open just super curious yeah so we didn't actually come up with this um the podcasting 2.0 movement which is spearheaded by adam curry and dave jones they basically um created this movement to try and number one preserve the open nature of podcasting prevent it from being centralized and captured by you know a big monopoly tech company just in the same way that youtube have done for video so yeah adam curry and dave jones have created this movement and one of the new tags in their specification is the uh the value block which we as fountain you know we conform to that specification and we have implemented it um in a way that yeah, we basically when we saw that again because of you know my previous interest in Bitcoin, we were just like, this is a no-brainer. This is the future of media consumption. This is the future of creator support. So we kind of, as soon as that spec was released, we kind of jumped on it and um, yeah, implemented it. That's just literally saying that creators, thanks to de decentralization, creators can be like independent, right? And um, they don't have to depend on a you know, centralized system or like centralized platform where they have to share their proceeds with the platform. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing. If you look at like take Spotify, for example, mm -hmm. you know, for small creators, small artists, how much are you getting paid per stream? It's probably like nothing. It's, it's barely anything. Um, but if you have just each of your listeners as a podcaster sending you even a tiny amount, even you know, 10 cents, you know, 20 cents, 50 cents. If you have, um, you know, a couple of thousand listeners per episode, that really does add up to significant income. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to step in and tell you a little bit about saving Bitcoin with BitNob. The minute I started using BitNob, it changed the way I invest in Bitcoin forever. With BitNob, I can create a plan, and it automatically invests in Bitcoin for me using the dollar cost average strategy. That's it, nice and easy. Download Bitnob, B-I-T-N-O-B, and watch your Bitcoin investments grow. Um, and the other thing that we've been quite surprised about as well is people are willing to, to send much more than that as well. Um, because yeah, people really love the podcast they listen to. They have a connection with the host and they want to see the the hosts and the podcast succeed. Yeah, and it's, it's really cool. Like, um, I love the idea of building that strong community. And like, take for instance, you have someone who probably doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, but because they're so drawn to the community that the host was able to build, they're even willing to take that extra step to learn about Bitcoin to the point that they could like fund a wallet and also um, make a donation. Yeah, exactly. And we're, and we're seeing that, you know, we're, even despite how difficult, uh, <laughs> you know, we haven't done, we're still, still getting there with the UX of, of the wallet funding. But people are managing to get through that. And yeah, brand new users that have never used or owned Bitcoin before are uh, coming to it um, for the first time on Fountain, which is really exciting. Yeah. And, and I love how the platform just creates this avenue for also expanding the um, Bitcoin ecosystem, to be honest, because let's say, for example, I'm, I'm a creator and I see that Fountain is offering so much more than any other platform out there created for podcasters, then that would definitely push someone like me 
or any new podcaster to learn more about how you're able to how you're able to receive funding through bitcoin what bitcoin is what is lightning network what is a wallet and just literally uh, and it's just that curiosity that builds them to that point where they are now full-fledged bitcoiners so it's really cool how fountain is able to create that space and that environment for such a thing to happen yeah 100 percent. yeah it's really exciting yeah so um what plans do you have for 2022 i'm super curious and how do you guys plan to also you know advance the um decentralized space as regards to podcasting yeah so great question i think there's a few i mean the first thing that we're really focused on at the moment is just getting to kind of feature parity with some of the you know the big podcast apps like apple and spotify we're not quite there yet we still have you know stuff that we need to add in and we still features that some users would expect so we're really focused on that and we're every you know piece of feedback that we get from our listeners uh we're we're implementing it's on our roadmap so i think that's the first one just making the listener experience on fountain the best it can be um the second thing that we really want to do is just make it easier for people to actually buy Bitcoin or like top up their fountain wallet. And, you know, we're exploring different ways to do this because again, as I mentioned previously, it, it can be confusing for a brand new user that they're only using fountain because they want to support their favorite podcast. Like for us to do uh, the whole, you know, educational piece can sometimes be difficult. So that's the second thing. Um, and then, and then just helping podcasters be successful. You know, we want to, uh, we want for podcasters that try out Fountain, that, you know, set up to receive SATs, we want them to be um, more financially successful from their podcast in the long term. So just helping them as much as we can, helping them um, use this new tool to like build a better community of their listeners and, and um, yeah. Uh, just be more more successful in what they do, which is create great audio content. Yeah, this is so exciting. So allow me to play the devil advocate for one minute. And let yeah. us say a podcaster comes in and they are so used to Patreon or any other platform that they their listeners can use to um, support their podcast. And they come across Fountain and they're like, okay, that's pretty cool, but I've never owned Bitcoin before. I don't even know what it is. Um, what would you say is that big like selling point that will make someone literally want to hop on and you know take that extra step to learn about Bitcoin in order to um, make use of the Fountain platform a lot better? Yeah, what a great question. <laughs> I would say, I would actually say to that podcaster, I would say put Bitcoin aside for a second because this is not just about the financial value of Bitcoin. That's a part of it, but it's actually quite a small part. Like right now, as a podcaster, you don't really have a connection with your audience. You don't really know who's listening. You don't really know how much of the episode they're getting through. You don't really know like what their feedback is, like which bits they liked, which bits they didn't like. That information is really difficult to get as a podcaster. What this technology does is creates a connection between the listener 
and the podcaster. For example, the listener at any point during the episode can just, if an idea comes into their mind, they can just send you a boost with a message and you'll receive that. And when you receive it, you'll be able to see the episode name that it came from. You'll be able to see the user that it came from. You'll be able to see the app that that user was uh, using because it's not just Fountain that supports this technology. Um, you'll also be able to see the timestamp that that message was sent. So you'll be able to see, okay, at minute 56 in this particular episode, this user sent this message and it, it contained this many sats. So this, the value that this brings to you as a podcaster actually has nothing to do about Bitcoin. It's actually a better feedback mechanism than what's available currently. So I would say to a, any podcaster that's hesitant about the Bitcoin side of it, that's just that's just a part. And it's an added benefit that the uh, the currency that you're being paid in has all of these amazing, amazing um, monetary properties. So yeah, that's, I think, the most interesting thing about it. And of course, a, another example of the data that you get from this is the streaming data. So because if, if I've set uh, my per minute stream value to be uh, 10 sats per minute or 20 sats per minute or 50 sats per minute, I'll be able to see um, how far through the episode uh, people are getting. And I'll be able to see from that or I'd be able to determine from that, okay, this episode, a lot of people dropped off at this point. Uh, what what happened there? So it's a way to actually improve your podcast, you know, build a bit better connection with um, your audience and, yeah, just just get feedback. And, and then you have the, the added benefit of Bitcoin. So, yeah, that's what I would say. All right. That's really awesome. It's like, so what I'm hearing right now is that um, Fountain literally provides, like, three core benefits the data you're gonna get when you are on fountain like what people are listening to where they dropped off like all those data that will help improve the content that you're putting out there on your podcast and also create that stronger connection and then the second thing would be um, literally being a part of a decentralized platform where you are not where you're more independent allow me to use the words like you don't have to like pay allegiance to a particular platform or even share your funds with that platform. And then the third part is, of course, the financial benefit, whole mission behind Bitcoin, really, that Bitcoin gives you that financial autonomy. And of course, the more you get into Bitcoin, because definitely if you if your um, listeners are supporting you with SATs, you know that, okay, I need to find out what actually this means, the value of a SAT to me and fiat. And then that will just take somebody through a rabbit hole because we've all gone through that rabbit hole when we're trying to like learn more about Bitcoin. And then you, they just caught up in this amazing mission and purpose behind Bitcoin as well. So I just see, I mean, from what I've been hearing back is that Fountain literally encapsulates all those three in one platform. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what we're aiming to do. Uh, for sure, yeah. I hope it's not going to be too personal, but I'm really curious if you could share like your favorite win from the Fountain app, like the best feedback you've gotten from a podcaster um, who used Fountain. Like, what was your favorite feedback? Yeah, great question. Um, have to think about that for a second. I'm sure there are like so many, <laughs> so many, so difficult to choose from. Yeah. I think, you know, it's a bit of a cop-out in terms of answering the question, but I do think just 
the some of the uh, some of our early users that have just stuck with us even when the app was a bit buggy just after we launched um i think you know the emails that they've sent of encouragement saying like you know uh reporting bugs sending feedback and also just sending saying well done to us when we fixed up like that has actually uh brought us so much encouragement that yeah it's that's been probably like just they're, they're small they're small wins but they're actually incredibly meaningful um so yeah i would say that is probably the biggest thing that i'd think of i think an- another one probably which is is more funny and amazing is the every time we break the record for the highest boost value that's always a <laughs> fun as well so the current record i think is 503,000 sats wow so at, yeah and that's one tip one tip what so, that's insane that was really good i know good. it's insane right it's insane what well, i mean that's like that's about what in us dollars probably about 250 us dollars mhm uh, round about roughly so yeah when when that record gets broken that's pretty amazing wow that is really amazing and i'm sure like that record is going to be broken like someone who's listening to this podcast probably would break that record <laughs> yeah. yeah well i, I would no encourage you to if if you're listening on fountain you know break that record now you know you want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was super excited i can't wait to like have you on the show again and you tell us that the next record is like 2 million sats hopefully yeah cuz that's that's the really cool thing about this system as well is like because we see a lot of podcasters um putting their show behind a paywall um and i just think that's the wrong approach because really if you're creating content for the world like that's an amazing thing that you're doing and you, that content should be available to anybody no matter their like financial means or or you know how much they ha- have to spend so i think having content open and free and accessible to all is like really important and i think as a podcaster you should strive for that um but i think the cool thing about the value for value model is that people just pay what they what they want to so some people yeah some people won't pay you anything um mm-hmm. some people will pay you very small amounts and that's the cool thing about bitcoin and lightning is we we can we do allow micro payments um and that, but you will occasionally have a super fan that you know loves your content so much that they will pay you a significant amount and i think you know that's a great model yeah and then keeping imagine just keeping your content behind the paywall that's like literally a disservice you know um to exactly. a lot of people who would have benefited from the content and who would have you know heavily supported you cuz like and this thing happens all the time you could be creating content consistently and then one day someone who has probably been following you from day one probably who didn't comment or or say anything about your podcast or your your creative work just all of a sudden you know gives you the biggest donation and that thing happens because it's like over time this person has been following you they love your content and they're like okay now i'm ready to full on support um so it's really cool that with lightning um on the fountain app you can even you can start by giving like whatever you have it could be as little as maybe less than $5 or even $3 but like 
you are able to give and support no matter what and which is really cool yeah exactly and like yeah some of by putting your content behind a, a paywall you could be you know re- restricting access to some people that in the future will be your biggest fans and your biggest mm-hmm. advocates and your biggest supporters um and yeah you should let them you should let them try try before you buy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. And I just totally love it. And you guys are doing an amazing job and I'm so excited for you. And this is just an amazing um, use case of Bitcoin and the Lightning Network. Like when I first heard about it, I was literally blown away and I started using it. And it was like this. I mean, I'm literally speechless right now because whenever I see a new use case of Bitcoin, I just marvel at how possible it is that one day in the future we'll be able to um, use Bitcoin for different things. So now I'm seeing a situation where as a creator, um, I can support other creators using Bitcoin and other people can support me as a creator using Bitcoin as well. So it's just really cool that we're slowly, slowly moving towards this future where um, Bitcoin is like used as a normal uh, medium of exchange. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. It's incredibly exciting. And the other really exciting thing about it is that any innovation or any exciting new way of using Bitcoin can be shared by everybody because it's not controlled by anyone. So, you know, if in a year's time um, the protocol develops uh, so, such that we can do something else that's really cool not only like fountain can use that but any other any other service can use it too so that's the incredibly exciting thing about it is that every step forward with bitcoin is applicable to everybody and it's free for everybody to use as well it's incredible yes it totally is and i'm so excited to see what the future would hold yeah me too 100 percent. thank you so much for being on the show and thank you for telling us about fountain um, and yeah, do you mind if you can let us know how our listeners can, you know, look up Fountain, check it for themselves and try it out, especially our listeners who are creatives as well. Yeah, definitely. So you can go to fountain.fm and view more information there. Uh, the app is live right now on iOS and Android, so you can download it there and check it out. And yeah, you can always, if you have any feedback around the listening experience, or if you're a podcaster and you want to find out more about uh, how you can set up your podcast to receive uh, Bitcoin and sats, like feel free to just email me. My email is oscar at fountain.fm, or you can message me on Twitter. I'm there too. And yeah, I would just encourage everybody to, to check us out, you know, download uh, and support your favorite podcast. You know, um, if you, if you have a favorite podcast that you love, send them some sats and send, send them a message as well. Because one thing we, that we found and we've heard from talking to podcasters is that, you know, even just some words of encouragement, you know, showing, showing your love to that podcaster, even if the amount of sats that you're sending is tiny, maybe it's 100 sats, that's really going to be meaningful to them. It's going to mean a lot. So, yeah, I just encourage everybody to, to support their favorite uh, creators generally really um but yeah hopefully people check it out and send this podcast some sats as well yes and the sats the details are in the show notes awesome thank you so much oscar i really appreciate you yeah no worries mary thanks so much for uh taking the time to chat i really appreciate it 
What an amazing episode. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Subscribe to know when next we release a new episode. Drop a review. Let us know your thoughts about the podcast. Follow Bitnob on Twitter at Bitnob underscore official. That's at B I T N O B underscore O F F I C I A L. See you in the next episode. Bye.